0: Welcome to the Green Zone Podcast, where it's all about helping you navigate to a better financial future. Your hosts Jeff Green and Lauren Smith explore topics that cover your finances, retirement, legacy, and how to live your life to the fullest. Whether you are an oil and gas professional or someone who's built an executive career in another industry, come join Jeff and Lauren in the Green Zone. Sometimes the rules for planning for retirement seem to be a moving target, Congress changes this here, the IRS tweaks that there, and you are among the last to know. But Jeff Green and Lauren Smith are here with some of the most recent updates in the Secure Act 2.0 that might interest you.
1: You know, Lauren, we just got new iPhones, right? We did. And what are we on? Like the 14? Yeah. Yeah. Like 14.0 or whatever that. Whatever 14
2: that's. Max Pro.
1: 14 Max Pro. Well, it appears like, you know, they there's like different versions of everything that come out like like that's like new and improved, right? It's better. Well, guess what? What? The federal government is doing the same thing.
2: Wow. Look at what you just did there.
1: <laughs> With the Secure Act 2.0. A
2: 4,155 page document.
1: Oh, my God. Is it that long? Can you believe that? You think any of them read it?
2: Who who would even (laughs) write that?
1: Uh, Well, I have not read it, nor do I think anyone who approved it read it. But I will say this. There are some good things that have come out of this.
2: There are some interesting bullet points.
1: There are very much so. I thought the Secure Act 1.0, of course, they didn't call it 1.0, right? They just called it the Secure Act, right? Came around with COVID and all that. I thought there was some pretty good things out of there. Yep. Right. You know, they raised the uh, RMD age. The, you know, there was allowed to, to take some distribution from you know, the a hundred thousand that you could mm-hmm. take out your app. There was a whole lot of cool, good things that I thought came out of this. Well, now we're changing it up again. <laughs> well, we have secure act 2.0 and uh, there's some good stuff. Right. And so, you know, again, I'm going to go back to the RMD, right? The required minimum distribution. So
2: I think that's the biggest, that's the biggest topic here really to talk about. Yeah,
1: I think so. I think it's one of the, one of the big ones anyway, um, used to be 70 and a half prior to the first Secure Act.
2: So once you hit 70 and a half, then every year there was a, requ- a required amount that had to come out of your IRA.
1: Right. Correct. So then Secure Act 1.0 took that to 72, right? right? now guess where it's going
2: 73
1: you got it 73 it's 70 so starting in 23 the the uh the rmd is now um, it's is 73 right so that
2: means that if you're turning 72 this year 2023 mm-hmm. then you can now wait to take your arm well you you're now your rmd now starts at 73 so that's next correct. year that's correct if, unfortunately we had a couple of clients turn 72 last year so yes.
1: unfortunately right. you're in it you no know, going back yeah you can't go back there's no retro but but you know it, it does start out now if you're turning 73 this year you don't have to take it really until what is it april of 24
2: so it's actually so you wouldn't You have until April of the year following the year you turn 23. Right. I mean, turn 73. 73. So really now people that are 72 will turn 73 next year in 24. So they will have until April 1st of 25 to take their first RMD. Gotcha. But there's a caveat with that. If you wait to take your first RMD the following year, Mm -hmm. you also have to take the next year's RMD as well. So So you would be basically taking one year. Right. Yeah. So, you know, if let's say you're working in the year, you turn 73, you retire in December, then you want to take it the next year before April. When you have no income, you can take your 73 age RMD before April 1st of 25, and then you can take the next year's by December. Yeah. Um, so that's a little tricky. And that's
1: probably a little tricky. Talk with an advisor yeah. about that. Um, you know, interesting side note here. I always say tax codes are written in pencil. I kind of am thinking the Secure Act's going to be written in pencil also, <laughs> Uh, but starting in 2033, so 10 years from now, 10 years from now, the RMD will raise, rise to 75, the age of so they're already,
2: they're already planning ahead.
1: They're already planning ahead. And my guess is this will change. Yeah. It sounds like this is going
2: to be a consistent thing where
1: dates
2: are changing now. Yeah.
1: And I think that's a good thing. Um, you know, we, we have a lot of clients that don't really need their R. you know, they don't, they don't need it. And, um, of course, this does make planning a little more difficult because, well, I guess you yeah, can't. I think yeah. it makes
2: planning a little easier because now you have a longer you have time frame. a longer frame, time to control you know, your between IRA. Between 59 and a half and now 73, potentially 75 in 10 years Right. to really decide, do I want to take out more earlier so mm-hmm. that my RMD is not higher? You know, you've know, you got a little more, a couple more you years more to, room.
1: Yes, absolutely. to tweak
2: and refine your financial plan.
1: You're correct. What about the penalties in the RMDs?
2: So, this one's interesting. I don't know if many people know this, but if you miss your RMD, just decide not to take it, um, there is a penalty of 50%. So, RMD is 10,000, you don't take it, 50%, 5,000 penalty. They are now reducing that to 25%. So, it's a good thing. You know, some people maybe forget, aren't working with an advisor, don't know it's the right year to start, you know, right. whatever the reason. And then also, if the RMD that was missed is taken in a timely manner, and the IRA account holder files um, an updated tax return they'll actually drop that penalty to about 10%. So, you know, 10 yeah. 50 to 10% is a big
1: Yeah. and all you got to do is define what a timely manner means. Yeah. <laughs> right. So all so t- like in like most things uh, IRS related, it's not the the definitions get vague and that's and this is really literally the definition of a timely manner. That won't ha- they won't define that time until it's challenged in court. If it's challenging, yeah. people, right? So, um, I mean, it's just—it's just weird. That's—that's that's how they do things. It's the very vague definitions. I can go on and name a hundred of them out there, where like 529s are were very vague as to what you could use 529 funds for. Anyway, that's just a little side note uh, for you. Uh, they got some increased catch-up provisions. Yeah, um, this sounds
2: pretty interesting. So normally you can do an IRA contribution this year. It's $6,500
1: mm-hmm.
2: per person. Um, if you are over 50, there's a catch-up proponent or component. So that means you can contribute 7,500 instead of 6,500. Okay, cool. So starting in 2025, they are going to increase that catch-up amount to 10,000. So let's say you haven't been contributing to your IRA, you're kind of worried, time is getting close to retirement, you now have some extra bucks that you can put towards that.
1: Right. Um, so, you know, not only do you get to contribute to your 401 if you're still working, right? So you could also do some catch up, uh, within your, um, within your IRA. Mm
2: -hmm. Very good. And Roth, if you apply (laughs) income wise.
1: And so, you know, here's a big one that I like the charitable contributions. Now you and I talk a lot about charities and nonprofits and things like that. Right. So when it gets time, like, like every December, like November, December, like giving time, Mm -hmm. we, we highlight many of our clients, special, you know, charities that they like. And we have many clients that do the, 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 uh, what do you, I'm sorry, I'm I'm drawing a blank, Lauren. What's the the distribution of the IRA? Qualified charitable. Qualified charitable. Thank you. Thank God, I have the planner I'm staring
2: here. at you like, what is he trying to say? <laughs>
1: the qualified Charitable Distributions. So Secure Act 2.0 has added a little something on top of that.
2: They have. So now we have access to a one-time $50,000 distribution to charities through a Charitable Gift Annuity, Charitable Remainder Trust, and Charitable Remainder Annuity Trust. Mm-hmm. So to qualify for this, you have to be 70 and a half, so you don't have to wait till 73 um, Seventy and a half or older, and then also, if you are are of RMD age, fifty thousand dollars can count towards your RMD. That's so great. instead of having to pay fifty thousand dollars to the IRS, right. I mean, to to yourself and pay taxes on it, right? You can then, you know, have that as a give it to a charity. Yeah. be
1: charitable if you're charitable minded and you have the assets to, to 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 give that way. Then I think that makes great sense.
2: Yeah, very so, good. So not a bad deal.
1: And then the kind of just the last one I wanted to talk about, I thought the disaster relief stuff was pretty good.
2: Yeah, it Um, is.
1: You know, we live in hurricane territory, right? And there's, and even like, I mean, if we get a freeze that lasts for more than three days, we're going to, or all of our pipes are busting and everything like that. But tell us a little bit about the disaster relief thing.
2: So you can withdraw up to 22,000 penalty free from an IRA or an employee sponsored plan for a federally declared disaster.
1: So if we have a hurricane and... Our government declares a, a, the word is this is a disaster area. Now we're qualified to pull that $22,000 out of our IRAs to help pay for whatever repairs or damages that insurance may not cover. So,
2: and the, uh, the withdrawals that you take can actually be repaid to the plan.
1: Oh, they can, you can put it back in. Yeah,
2: you can. Awesome. So, you know, you, you want to, get that tax deferred growth back, then right. put it back. You know, you need it for an emergency. It can go back. And in.
1: obviously these are new things. And so they're going to require, uh, I would say a CPA to do your taxes, to make sure you're, um, you know, commenting on that or, you know, or, or, or filing that correctly.
2: Yeah. And I think there's one more good one we should talk about. Um, you can now roll over 529 plans. So uh, I don't know if you knew that one or not, but I did not. starting in 2024, And subject to your annual Roth contribution limits, assets that are in a 529 plan can be rolled into a Roth IRA with a maximum lifetime limit of 35,000. So you can't exceed 35,000, and the rollover has to be in the name of the beneficiary Um, in the 529 plan must be at least 15 years old. But so basically there's 529 money left over Maybe right. you're not going to use it. Now you have the ability to roll it into a Roth, which you know, we're always looking for ways to get money into a Roth because yeah. it's a great vehicle.
1: Absolutely, And not only benefit like so you know we do 529s usually for our kids and their college, right their education. And you know, prior to this, the only thing you could do with the 529 the beneficiary could take that money out tax-free so long as it's used for you know education that can be some private schools or higher education etc trade schools uh and then if there was anything left over the the person who uh, you could take the money the beneficiary could take the money out and use it but then it becomes taxable and penalties and things like that or the person could take it back and then that becomes a taxable situation there as well but now we've got some options so if you got some money left over in your 529 for your kid let's say for example and he's gone through school, you've done a great job, he's paid for, it, and you actually got some money left over on that 529 plan, you can put that, you can open up a an, an, uh, an, uh, Roth. Roth IRA in that child's name and roll that 529 into that Roth with uh, that grow tax deferred for however Never many long. years. Yeah.
2: So I, mean, I think that's a great option. And it, I think it you know eliminates the fear of, I want to start a 529, but what happens if we put too much? What if we're overfunded? You know, it, it kind of takes that fear, knowing that there is now an option for it, right? right. If we have too much, great, it could go in a Roth you know, there's are some, there's a cap and there's some, you know, different things that have to apply, but you know, it's an option we did not have
1: last year. Yeah, I mean, and just when you thought the federal government was the most evil thing in the world, I know, look, look at, at that, go and do something like this.
2: Look at that. Uh, this is
1: some good stuff. I think that's it, Patrice. I, I think we there's, covered, there's more, there's a, well, there's 4,000 pages <laughs> yeah. more, but you know, I think we covered the main stuff here that uh, is going to affect the most people.
2: Yeah. Um, and if you have any questions about this, you know, we're happy to, talk you through it, walk you through it, see how any
0: of this applies to you. And how can they reach you? That's the big question.
1: Well, our website is www.greenfinancialgrp.com. And the phone number is 713-244-3030.
0: And I shouldn't have to tell you folks again, but follow the Green Zone to make sure you know when a new episode is ready for you and share the fun and information with friends and family. Thanks for being with us. Securities offered through Raymond James Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Raymond James Financial Services, Advisors Inc. Green Financial Group is not a registered broker-dealer and is independent of Raymond James Financial Services. Jeff Green is the founder of Green Financial Group and a registered principal for RJFS. The Green Financial Group is located at 1400 Post Oak Boulevard, Suite 150, Houston, Texas, 77056 and can be reached at 713-244-3030. Raymond James is not affiliated with and does not endorse the opinions or services of his guests.